<laughs> Welcome to episode 7 of the Fairly Often Podcast. I'm so happy that you guys are here. Um, it is Monday, July 5th. Um, but more important than that, it is our second week of working on our happiness of um, doing our gratitude journal every day and of meditating every day. Uh, for me personally, um, I'm not eating meat and I've made it another week of that. I'm also not drinking alcohol. Um, I'm trying to get my diet back in order and really get my schedule in order so that I can work on my self-esteem. But after a full week of doing podcasts and seeing five days of growth and five days of happiness and different things to work on I really um, got a chance to implement some of that uh, over the last week which was really cool for me so I'm hoping you guys have also gotten a chance to do some things that make you happy and think about your um personal levels of self-awareness and also think about your uh, goal and purpose in life like the whole point of this podcast is to encourage people to live to their full potential and to really wake up every day with the fire underneath them of um, getting the most out of your 24 hours and making sure that at some point in time you invest so much in yourself and grow so much that the only logical course of action is to help those around you grow as well and so um to get to a place of uh that level of understanding and awareness and contentedness with your growth and um who you are and who you want to be in life i think that um having more conversations and bringing up uh, needs with people around us and talking about um, things that uh, we both have and things that are unmet and really assessing uh, our reality and our level of um, our standard versus our goal. And I think it's good to talk about needs with other people so we can see if we have healthy um, standards for our needs or um, unhealthy. And I think that when we're talking about these deficit needs, which is the, the um, first two episodes of the week are always going to be about your physiological needs and your safety needs, which are both deficit needs. Those are things that you need to be fulfilled, things that you're going without. Um, and I think when we're talking about our deficit needs, things that we're going out, going without, it's really good to see in relation to other people, things that we're going without because like we've talked about over the last couple of days, that trauma or things that uh, have happened in childhood or previous to the current state of being that those excuse me impact our processing and that 
oftentimes when we have a deficit need we're operating from like a fight or flight standard which is skewing our mind and continuously creating um the processing in in a cloud and uh continuously worrying about what you're going without so i think creating conversations with people about what we're going without is the first step of um generally boosting our happiness you know in today's um episode of this podcast we're talking about security needs and i think one of the biggest security needs is finances um especially having um residual income and passive income and money that uh makes itself and um It definitely was going somewhere with that. <laughs> I was going somewhere with that. Um, but today I want to talk. Today, when we're talking about passive needs, um, I want to talk to you guys er, about deficit needs and about safety and security. Um, I want to talk about passive income and about money and about the security of what having money does for us and. Um, gives us the opportunities to do um because it's all great and all to be ethereal and to think outside of the box and to want to grow and to really live to your life's full potential but for most of us you know if you're not born to billionaire parents who are willing to let you explore yourself and take uh (laughs) vacations or trips or whatever you need to do to grow and just have endless amounts of resources at your disposal um growing and discovering who you are is really hard so having money um having a need to eat and to uh house yourself and provide a place for you to live and provide food for you every day and um to get a certain amount of sleep and be able to save and all type of things uh You need to have income. And a lot of times what we do now is trade time for money. We go to work and we get paid for that eight hours. If you're a full-time worker, you get paid for that eight hours or you get paid a salary. And if you've ever read um, books on finances or like what, what one is really popular right now, it's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. They'll talk to you about how being an employee, how taking a paycheck is one of the biggest traps and how um, taxes and debt and the way that our financial system is terrible for employees, is terrible for the middle class and people who work jobs and how entrepreneurs are really the biggest uh, beneficiaries. entrepreneurs and the wealthy are the biggest beneficiaries of our tax system and um how if you're a worker and you spend your time for money like going to a job and getting paid you're going to be continuously caught in that cycle for all of your life and the cycle pretty much looks like you go to school as a child until you're 18 uh at 18 you get a job 
you go to college and you learn and then you work pay off your debt and uh you work until you're 60 (laughs) 65 i guess is what normal retirement is right now uh if you're lucky 65 and then you um pretty much you're supposed to live life at retirement which is the part of life that you are uh in your down you know you're like sundown years your sleepy years your uh years of like not traveling and like sedentary you're supposed to finally start living your life at the end of it which seems kind of weird and backwards and not really a place that's going to lead to um, happiness unless your actual goal in life is to be a worker like you really thrive on the idea of waking up and building someone else's dream and being told what to do precisely exactly um every single day uh I think that most people would benefit from um, developing some sorts of passive income so that they're able to sustain their basic life um, and basic level of happiness that they would have uh, in relation to having a job, like make the same money that you would make having a job through passive income so that you can free up your time to one explore other jobs and avenues um with a light-hearted spirit and an ability to really assess things for their um their volatility for you and your life versus a need to fill some type of deficit um I really think that having a passive income, having two, three, four, and the crazy thing is when I was looking at other YouTubes, it was saying things like nine sources of passive income. Um, So, you know, like having all these different sources of passive income so that you can free up that time to explore things that maybe don't make you money at all, that are literally just pursuits of um, the heart and... Uh, maybe cost you a lot of money to invest your uh to invest in doing like traveling or uh building a business or something and also uh the ability to build passive income and make money on your own and to develop skills of uh entrepreneurship or develop skills of uh curating a certain amount of going out and getting a resource for yourself like money in today's society is considered resources right like back in um our hunting and gathering time resources were things you know like firewood and nuts and berries and i mean obviously like animals or like things for sustenance things for protection and um things for like communal use so it's like For us now, money is that like resource. So your ability to go out and get money builds uh, confidence, builds self-esteem, builds resilience. Um, It really builds a sense of uh, unwavering foundation for when times change. 
you know, if you don't want to get up and go to a job in a certain environment or you move to a certain place and the job market is not the same and you're like, it, there's no cost benefit for me here, um, you have the freedom to operate in any way that you want when you have that passive income. And the thing that I've always heard people say continuously about jobs is that a job should be benefiting you in a social network or um, upward mobility in a field that you need that type of uh, training or on-hand experience. Like, a job shouldn't just be a thing that you make money. It really should be something that you're using for networking, for building relationships, for gaining an understanding in an industry. You know, just recently, I ha- um, I know a group of friends who, one of the friends wants to start, like, a trucking business and has the liquid, the financial backing to start this trucking company and has the... Um, time to run a trucking company and the other friend is like okay well I'll go work at a trucking company so that I can gain an understanding and get an expertise about trucking companies and see how they actually operate from the inside out you know so it's like you go hand in hand to to um sorry (laughs) to use that work experience to like see how something um, actually is functioning so that when you want to take that into fruition for yourself and make that a real thing, you have the knowledge and, and understanding how to do it. When you work in a certain type of food service industry and then you wanna open up a restaurant yourself, you already know how ordering works and how, um, you know, food safety works and how customer retention works. It's like you have to really go into a job sphere with the understanding that you need to take skills from that job to directly benefit you for a thing that you're trying to do for yourself. Like a job should not just be time for money. I mean, and heck, you know, a lot of places you should maybe try to get that that discount, <laughs> that worker discount because... I sure know a lot of these places offer a really good discount for things, but it's like, you know, for someone like me who, um, uses video cameras and creates content online or needs tech equipment, it's like, I would go get a job at a tech company or like a sales company that sells electronic equipment because that type of knowledge day to day of like, newest and greatest and um in market research or seeing what's really selling or what people's feedback on things is directly also like you know to get that discount the discount for tech equipment to gain um a social network of people in the tech industry that are you know familiar with electronics or have a passion for electronics so it's like that's the type of job that someone like me would get because that would directly benefit me for something that I'm passionate about and trying to do so on top of um using your job to make money it should also be making you insight to make that residual income later 
for things like entrepreneurship and business owning. So that was like one of the biggest things that I saw in the residual income field was business uh, owning and entrepreneurship and investment in um, uh, venture capitalism, investing. Um, So like I said before, when I was looking online for safety and security and building up your your self-actualization, your physiological and safety needs, really all, almost all of these needs um, overlap and impact each other. And this security one is heavily rooted in financial because the financial sphere impacts a lot of your physiological needs. Like when your financial needs are secure, you're able to provide for your food and you're able to get a certain level of sleep and sleep, you know, um, live somewhere comfortable. And um, when you have finances and you have more income, you're able to commit to a community and spend more time with people and have more um, amount committed to being leisurely uh and reinvesting in other people so finances really helps with a lot of things but also that piece about going out and doing stuff for yourself being able to gain resources like that really helps with the uh self-esteem because you know that you can take care of yourself you know that you can weather storms and the thing is with these with these uh different different ways to make passive incomes I saw a lot of things that let would lead someone to being a more full self that would lead someone to really learning or understanding through their actions and through behaviors and through putting time into these passive incomes in the in the growing period um would really gain some steps toward self-actualization and gain some steps toward respect and community involvement and um everything everything that I've seen about passive income says that there is no way to make money without doing nothing like you have to do something to make money you have to put some investment of time you have to work put some investment of work or uh assets or like finances in the forefront to make money later so there's no way to just like miraculously make money and the thing of that i saw continuously like over and over is that passive income is not immediate and as someone who um has been an online content creator for over four years now um i can tell you that um i've developed several ways of passive income and see different ways of my peers and other people that i know are uh, entrepreneurs doing passive income um in this field that are nowhere near the things that other youtubers have suggested on this list um which I can see is very specific to my field and my group of friends and probably 
uh, my community here on the internet. So if you guys want me to do a video specifically about how I make passive income um, or take in some, you know, money, not necessarily having to work, you know, time for money. Um, I can make a video for you guys and put that up on a different platform because this, you know, or a different YouTube channel, this will be just about um, you guys and uh, different ways that people have talked about that seem really, really um, keyed in on the self-growth part. And, you know, a lot of these, a lot of the ways of passive income said things like Bitcoin you know, the uh, cryptocurrency investing and taking back the residuals that you make from those. And I'm not a financial advisor whatsoever, so uh, these are not uh, financial advice. This is more so just talking about how some ways for that other people have talked about um, how I see ways that other people talked about passive income, how it can lead to um, ways for you to grow towards self-actualization. So, you know, with the stock markets and cryptocurrency and um, uh, index funds, things like that, people have suggested putting in money and making money back and here's the thing a lot of the times when i'm looking online it's like i'm seeing a bunch of things that say a hundred dollars a day and i'm thinking that a hundred dollars a day is like three thousand dollars a month uh before taxes and three thousand dollars a month is thirty six thousand dollars a year i'm not sure how much uh you make but i think like $16 an hour is $32,000 a year or something like that. So if you make about if you make about $16 an hour, you're making about $32,000 a year. So if that seems to you like a reasonable amount um, of money to take in every day, and after you do your personal finance breakdown, if that number comes up to be $100 a day, you're in luck. You're doing really well for yourself. So, um, on, on top of looking at your life right now, right, like saying, okay, right now with my job that I work, I don't know, construction, the only one of the my brother's works construction so I'll just use that as an example but like say you work your job and you have to wake up every morning at 5 a.m I think 4 30 a.m and uh get in your car make sure that you have gas put on your work uniform get all the tools that you have to use for your work get in your truck, drive, buy breakfast at somewhere and a morning coffee because you got to rush to work and then be at work for a certain amount of time while your house is still um, getting internet all day long. Like you still have to pay all the bills for your house. You still have to pay your rent. You still have to pay your electricity. You still have to pay your internet 
your water bill, your uh, food bill tends to be the same. So it's like, you leave, you go to your job, you then have to buy lunch at your job or use the lunch that you pack, but maybe buy five to ten dollars worth of snacks while you're out. Fight traffic, use gas, come home, wash the clothes that you had to wear to work. Um, maybe you need like stuff because it's a pandemic, so you need like cold things or a mask or whatever. It's like you're spending so much money throughout the day to be a worker. And they do all types of studies like this. I don't want to quote any specific numbers, but I'll find some and put them down in the the comments of the video or the description of the video and in the um, uh, blog post that goes along with this Anchor podcast. But like, they do studies about how much people spend to be a worker. And it's a portion of your paycheck every month that is spent to go to somewhere. So although you might be saying, hey, I'm waking up every morning, going to my construction job, I pay this much for gas, I pay this much for clothing, I pay this much for insurance and my housing and blah, blah, blah. Your bill for the month, the amount of money that you have to make per month is different when you have to leave the house for work versus when you're at home for work. And although when you're at home, things like electricity for you know, direct, like, lights or, um, uh, I don't, I'm sure that's probably, like, the only bill. Electricity, like, for your AC and stuff is gonna go up. Bills for you leaving the house are going to change because you're going to not be leaving the house as much. And, like, especially for someone like me who used to have to drive a toll road to get to work, I would literally save so much money every month by not having to pay a transportation fee to get to my job every month and then pay to park at my job every month and pay to eat to have to leave the house every month and pay to wear these clothes that they made me wear at my job every month. Um, and like, one of, the, one of the things about the passive income that they were saying a way to make passive income is that if you really just cut out things in your life that you don't need, if you really find areas that you can save I think he said that people can save up to $1,200 a month in passive in in, um, savings of just cutting out simple things that they don't need and that can be a source of passive income and it's like when I really think about it when you get to the point of I'm making a breakdown this is how much I need every month if I got to this point of passive income of how much money I need to sustain myself that is whatever percent less than I would need to be a worker and I can really just cut loose I can really just be my own boss I can make the decision to be independent and self-sustaining and go out and um really only make the money that I work for to make um you know people always talk about a paycheck as um like crippling and that taking a paycheck is buying into uh like buying into somebody cheating you out of life and so the quicker that you can get away from a paycheck and really just do things for yourself the sooner that you make a, a real 
breakdown of how much you need to make every month to sustain yourself. Okay, this is my rent and this is how much my car and gas costs now. But if I don't have to drive, then my car and gas would cost this much. So this is really how much I need to make to live comfortably and be happy and not have a job. So here much, here's how much I have to make in passive income. And that's something that I do with people who start out in my industry a lot. A lot of people talk about their fan pages that they're trying to get people to buy into or um, making money online. And the very first thing that I have people do um, toward becoming an entrepreneur and independent is figuring out how much you need to live every month. Like really every month say like, okay, my rent is this much. My utilities is this much. Uh, health, you know, health costs or whatever I need is this much. Food, um, transportation, communication, you know, entertainment. And this is how much I need to live. And then say whatever that is. You know, one of my friends, um, she's like 25, lives here in Georgia, uh, or lives not, she lives outside of the perimeter in Georgia and um makes a car payment and has insurance and you know all of these things and i sat down with her and she did her bills and she said it was five thousand dollars a month she needed to make five thousand a month and i said you know well if we break it down every day that's less than two hundred dollars a day because two hundred dollars a day would be six thousand dollars a month and if you are in this sector of work and doing uh, selling things you can sell things for this amount of money if you're in this sector of work and doing consultations and you're um, you know using your time to make money then you can do these certain things for this amount of time to make money and then it's pretty quick that you add up to that $200 a day so that you've made over a thousand dollars more than you need to to live comfortably that you're saying and really after she started working for herself for a few months she realized that she needed maybe like $3,800 a month it was far less than she had like really assumed because a lot of the money she was spending you know out at work she didn't really perceive that it, it was that big of an investment so on top of on top of um needing to do things with your time for that eight hours a day that really have purpose like that's a third of your life and it's 50 percent of the conscious life that you live you know we're encouraged to sleep eight hours a day and it's like with eight hours a day of sleep that leaves you only 16 hours a day of being conscious and eight hours of that day is spent working and then much of the other eight hours of that day is spent supporting that work. You know, whether that be a one hour lunch break or a hour commute, two hour commute, getting dressed and showered and ready for work, you know, preparing the next day for work, making your lunches for work, whatever it may be. A lot of your time of that conscious time that you have in your life for years, years like 
40 to 50 years of your life is spent working. So you really need to make sure that that time is invested in being a whole you. That that time is, matters and is valuable. Because to go to work every day, to feel drained, to feel like you're spending your life doing something that doesn't fulfill you is one of the surefire ways to cripple your soul. To sit there day in and day out and wake up for something that you don't care about, that you don't like, that doesn't matter to you, and you do not care if it existed or not, will not lead to any purposeful interactions. It will not lead to gratitude uh, for your existence or their existence. And really, um, I genuinely believe that there's a place in the world for everybody. So you should free that space up for somebody who does want to do that and find something that is fulfilling for you because you are the only one who has your 24 hours in a day. So if you're using part of your time working and it's not spent being happy, you're not going to feel secure in your job. You're going to reinforce the learned behavior that unhappiness is how you make money. And that's the only way you're going to learn to survive. Is like, oh, I have to go and spend eight hours a day doing something that is begrudging and unfulfilling. But that's the only thing I know how to do to make money. And I've done that for 20 years. And I'm still alive. So I'll just continue to do that. You want to get out of that rut as quickly as possible. You want to find value in you. And um, value in, in um, you becoming your most self for the people around you I tell people a lot of the time that the airplane when they're giving you the safety briefing they tell you to put your mask on first and then help others you cannot be an effective helper you cannot give assistance or really contribute to others in a meaningful way if you are drowning or you are suffocating or you are not able to care for yourself And people who work jobs, who do not have passive income, who do not uh, have the ability to invest or really um, control the life that they have based on the resources at their disposal, you're going to live in that cycle for a long time. Like, that's just... Everything I saw online was like the worker is the most screwed over person and the person who puts time for money gets taxed the most, debt is terrible for them, cash is trash and uh, that people need to use that money that they're making from income to get as far away from income as quickly as possible and one of the people, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, said he remembers the last paycheck he ever took. And I really think that um, hopefully most of us can get to a place of self-actualization when we take our last paycheck that we ever took and realize that we're spending our 24 hours how we want to spend our 24 hours. And that <clears throat> it costs a lot less to be happy than we generally believe it does if we have 
ways to sustain ourselves and have all of our deficit needs met so that we can then focus on our growth needs. So, other than investing in cryptocurrency or um, the stock market or index funds, one of the ways that I saw, or other than those, the ways that I saw people talking about making passive income, investing time in the forefront to later then reap benefits, all seem like really good ways of putting yourself out there, of learning things that you want to do um, in your life, and possibly reaping not only the financial benefit later but actually finding a goal and purpose for yourself so some of the things that i saw um that were like really interesting to me ways that they said to make passive incomes like writing an ebook or putting out some type of product a subscription-based product a class a course or a type of ebook and the way that they said that you're supposed to do this that although it takes very little money so a lot of the ways that they said to make passive income took a lot of money like you needed to invest money and put money in first you need to buy investment properties to then rent them out which is something someone like me who's never come from a place of money or really understood access to um you know getting loans from banks or having uh, a certain amount of credit so that you felt like just money was at your disposal. Um, this like writing an ebook or selling a course or really developing a product online or a subscription based service, it takes your time to become an expert in a certain thing, to gain experience, to really hone what you think is a thing about you that is so credible that you should share it with other people an amount of knowledge or time that you have spent investing in something that is interesting to you so that you can then share it with other people or having a certain amount of awareness for the life that you are currently or have previously lived and be able to document that in a way that people benefit from that. And I feel like that's a really great step towards self-actualization that can lead you to making money, so gaining a sense of security, of learning a new skill. It can gain you a community because you're sharing your insight with people, you're interacting with people on the internet or a larger scope than what's generally at your disposal. You're learning things and spending time putting um, putting investment in, in yourself. You're uh, building self-esteem and gaining a certain amount of respect from your peers. And all in all, I think that's like a great way to get passive income and, and work on your self-actualization at the same time. Because it's like... You're going to have to spend a lot of time becoming an expert on something or spend a lot of time doing something and then assessing that and putting a level of awareness in it. So it's like 
if you're going to spend all of this time gaining awareness about yourself and learning these things or, you know, sitting back and, um, cause it's like, if you work, if you work a certain job and maybe it's not something that you're like necessarily super passionate about, but you're an expert at it, then you still have to like have awareness and sit back and dwell about what uh, what things about that would be beneficial and what part of your life you grew from and you know looking at something in order to teach someone something gives you an amount of gratitude gives you an amount of awareness of growing of where you came from and where you are now so all of those things on t- coupled with making money and especially with how much money I saw that people were making, they said the e-courses, you can make thousands of dollars a week from selling e-courses that once in place, you no longer have to work on those. So you have to work on yourself before and then you have to put that thing out. So make the product and then put it out. But then really after you do that, it's like set in place and it makes you the money that it's supposed to make. And um, that gives you a space to move on again to another thing of working or um, continuing to invest time um, in, in learning new knowledge. So it was like one of the um, uh, YouTube broadcaster that I was watching said knowledge is like an 18 month experience and things change uh knowledge grows every 18 months and so once you get to about a year and a half things are outdated and so you need to continuously be reinvesting your time and growing reinvesting your time in things that mean something to you and if you become an expert at something or you feel like you've had your fill of something every 18 months you um have the opportunity to go back and see the amount of change in that knowledge so it's like writing the ebooks and doing that is such a great way to gain money passive income that you then can reinvest in some of these other things that you need money to invest in in the forefront so another way that it said to gain passive income which um, I would really love it if you guys make any any type of passive income. If you would comment or share those or start some type of dialogue about it. But another way that is said to gain passive income is to be a part of an affiliate program. And other than the internet um, costs, you know, electricity, internet, having the devices to access your affiliate program. Um, an affiliate program which there are many affiliate programs all over the internet, um, is a really great way to make money without really putting a lot of money in as well. Because what an affiliate program is, is you are selling products, selling um, redirects, or, or gaining an audience for a thing through your platform, through your work, through your links to gain a profit off of the sales. So one big affiliate program is like Amazon. So they'll post a product on Amazon, say cookie mix. Yeah, like cookie mix. And then 
you have a TikToker who makes a TikTok and says, like, I use this cookie mix from Amazon. If you swipe up, you know, you can see what cookie mix I use. And someone swipes up and clicks on that and buys the cookie mix and then buys something else. That TikToker who put the swipe up will gain a profit from that if they have an affiliate link. So anything that you have um, sent someone to or had someone click on or built an audience or a platform of your own where people are accessing a platform to buy things through you, you could gain a profit off of that. And I know a person who made thousands and thousands of dollars every month. Um, he made 10000 in particular off of one platform that I stream live on. And um, the way their affiliate program works is you can send anyone to a, a broadcast that someone's doing. So th- they will have a link. And it will be your affiliate link to someone else's broadcast. And you put that link up. And anyone who clicks on it, any money that they spend on the whole site, whether it's that broadcaster, maybe they said, I like that broadcaster, but I want to hear what someone else is saying. I want to go to someone else. And then they click over or maybe you sent them to... um, I don't know, a page that they're not interested in and they find a page they're more interested in and they spend a bunch of money. You make money off of the money they spent on that website. So it's very similar to the Amazon affiliate uh, way of making passive income, but that in itself gives you a way to, if you already have a social media following or if you want to create a blog and then do reviews about things and someone finds that review and it's like targeted specifically say you want someone has a swiffer and you do a review about the swiffer and then someone's searching for swiffers like swiffer reviews or like what in 2021 how can i use the swiffer to make my house cleaner like whatever you want to do and You have a blog that's based on cleaning, which is free to start a blog. Then you can put an affiliate link on it and make money that way. And that was like a lot of the things that they were saying to make money that don't necessarily or to make a passive income that don't necessarily make a lot of um, money right away. But later down the line, like it'll make you um at least if you have ads or have affiliates or have um, a general level of audience that you're able to move around the internet, you're able to make a couple thousands of dollars of passive income later down the line on things like blogs because of this affiliate and advertisers, YouTube channels because of advertisers, ad revenues, um, endorsement deals, uh, own merchant accounts and stuff like that podcasts all of these are free free quote unquote because you need the devices to do it the internet connection to do it the at least mental capability to do it but podcasts are free to start and you can make money from doing podcasts from ad revenue and from advertisers and from uh, sponsors you can start a YouTube channel you can start a blog you can start social media platforms. Although social media platforms really require day-to-day 
interactions, things that go viral, um, like on a YouTube channel, can continuously push people to your social media so that if you're focusing mainly on content, your social media doesn't have to be as heavy. But social media is a thing that people use all day, every day anyways. So if you're already going to use it, you can say that that's a way to make passive income. But the YouTube channel, like really you can leave a YouTube video up and it can get millions of views like later down the line. And a lot of people that I um, came across were saying that really you shouldn't watch a YouTube video day by day or assess a YouTube video's performance. Um, You should look at the scheme of things overall because YouTube videos can get featured or put in algorithms later so that it doesn't really matter how a video does immediately, that it can get featured eight months down the line and shoot up and you can make revenue from it that way. So that really putting the investment in, um, planting the seeds today will lead you to the trees tomorrow so that you can eat and feed yourself. It's like, um, they're going to take time to do and build up. But once you have it going, you can maybe just like leave it there and refresh every couple, every couple weeks or months. You know, one girl I saw said she was making $27,000 a month and she hadn't uploaded a YouTube video in six weeks. And she was like, I have, she's had like, you know, a couple hundred videos, I think maybe like almost 200 videos. And, um, she just leaves that, like she hadn't uploaded in forever and still was making money off of it. So just like the, just like the developing a product, excuse me, I take a water break. Just like the developing a product or putting out an ebook or making a class, you know, um, along with the class, they talked about a subscription service so that people could join your fan club site or join your class site or, you know, join in a, in a subscription way so that you could, uh, guarantee that you would be getting those based on your insider knowledge or education that you'd be sharing with people on a subscription based service. But other than that, I think that the the blog posting and the YouTube video and the podcast is literally one of the best ways to have a behavior, do a thing, put yourself out in the world and see how it feels and get a bunch of experiences like that with a bunch of different things that you're interested in so you can test them and and hopefully weed through the things you don't like to move towards self-actualization. I think actually making YouTube videos about things that you're interested in or sharing things that are exciting for you lead to more happiness throughout the day because you're excited to talk about a thing or um, to share a thing. You get to involve people around you, especially if you have a deficit. You know, people say, I don't know how to film or I don't know how to do tech stuff. And then not ask anyone around them, not hire someone or not look for someone on a social media platform or maybe a Reddit group or, you know, something of people that want to work on their photography. It's like, you know, having a deficit gives someone an opportunity to help you and 
and make your world a bigger place and it's like that's a really cool part about stepping out and doing something that you don't know how to do and that you're passionate about it's really great if you're if you're already whizzed in and teched up and you're gonna you know be able to share whatever you're passionate about with ease you can just hop into it there's really no excuse for you not to every day have a community of people to talk to you about something that you're really passionate about if you're missing in life people the internet is a great place to go get those and you can be the most alone person in your small town in your bedroom with nobody to talk to and day by day the internet it's like if you build it they will come you know, and if your thing is more fringe, you might have less people with more passion about it. But daily, people will come. And especially if you are the change that you need to see in the world, if you provide that place and that space for people who are passionate about the thing that you're passionate about, it's like you've done yourself a service and you've also helped your community at the same time. But you've mostly decided to put your mask on first, build up your self-esteem, find happiness is in your day share your expertise have people respect you uh make passive income so that literally you can sustain your life off of your passion eventually it's like and then if you are at a deficit for these things like running a youtube account or filming videos or editing or uploading you then can reach out to other people you can have the courage to work on talking to strangers or building a community or asking for help if those things are hard for you and so I really felt like when they said like blog posts and podcasts and YouTube videos are some of the things that take a lot of effort up front that you have to know a lot and want to talk about something and put in a lot of work But then later it can make a lot of money for you or at least enough passive income that you can um, invest that in things to make more passive income. I just think that at any point in your life, if you develop the skill and understanding about yourself that you can make money off of YouTube videos by sharing your expertise, that's a super great reinforced behavior that that's something that you will share with other people, that you can at least notch off your belt as something that you've done and that you know how to do and that you've at least at one point in your life um, gone out and wholeheartedly tried. And you know, the thing is people are like, it takes like 60 videos, like something like months and months to get monetized and to make money. But nobody I heard said that they hated the experience when they were really passionate about the thing that they wanted to talk about and every day they found some sense of being grateful and I think that's what I want for each of you is to have a sense of gratitude every day that people around you need you that your presence is welcomed and makes the world a better place I think we want that for everyone, right? That like our existence should benefit not only us, but the people around us. That days are brighter, that people find a sense of comfort in us being there. 
And when you share your expertise and you grow a community of people who are passionate about the thing you're passionate about and you're empathetic to people growing and to asking questions and to um, being more engrossed in the thing that you love, I think it's just like leads to a place of self, self-actualization so much faster than any of these other parts of passive income that might make you money faster. You know, a lot of this was talking about get, you know, real estate and get investment properties or reinvest in real estate and really um, entrepreneurship, starting a business in general. And it's like, if you're not pa- passionate about the entrepreneurship, it doesn't matter how much money you make back from it. You're still in that that warp of spending time that you can never get back spending amounts of your consciousness doing something that's not fulfilling to you so i challenge you um you know as we wrap up this episode to find out your balance of living and how much you need every month to really sustain a life that would be um encouraging of growth Like, I don't want to say happy. I don't want to say you're gluttonous. I don't want to say you can go shopping and find all the fashion that you like and eat, you know, uh, every single food in every exotic city that you wish. But where can you be content that you'll be making an environment for yourself to grow? Where you'll be lighting the fire because if you make this amount, you're, you're taken care of, but you know there's more. So I challenge you all to figure out what your standard is and then what may be possibly your goal. You know, what is your goal in six months of entrepreneurship, of independence, of not making a paycheck? What would you want to make in six months and how could you go about doing that? But I think honestly, um, in the forefront, if we talk about our standard of how much we need to make, how much we would be happy with, And then breaking that down to day by day and where we need to go from there and how easy do we think that it would be to make what online they said $100 a day. And if you're making nine different different investments into uh, residual income, passive incomes, you know, and it's $100 a day, that's like $27,000 a month. So I wish that for everyone. And hopefully this helped with your safety and security and makes you feel a little bit uh, like you can work toward happiness for tomorrow and encouraged you in some ways that maybe you don't generally have conversations. Um, I don't know how many people have entrepreneurs in their life or who grew up around people who are keen on investment or um who are keen on financial literacy or independence but i am learning about it and i'm growing into it and i want all of you to um, have that for yourselves so on top of um on top of this episode i think that we should really talk about money and how much money matters and how much uh living to a standard of happiness uh gets you but on a later episode of safety and security we'll talk about that okay so um